everyone. Excited to be back for another week. I hope you're having a wonderful day wherever and whenever you're listening to this. I hope that December is bringing you good things and you are excited for the new year. I am looking forward to the new year. 2023 has been a great year. It's been a lot of growth, change, and challenges. It's been a lot of life milestones in one year. (laughs) And, you know, between leaving New York after living there for 12 years to moving back to where I grew up to be near family and launching the podcast, tapping into my manifesting more. It's and then also Marco and I moving in together and then moving to California together. Lots of things have happened. Lots of great things. It's been a year. I'm super excited for some downtime and for some time to reflect, spark new creative ideas, and just experience life. The last time I took a break from the podcast was the road trip. We drove from New York to California. We both took like a week-ish off and stopped in Denver and also Moab, Utah. And, you know, we wanted to take some time to slow down and reconnect with each other. So it was really great doing that. And doing that, I also recorded episodes in advance so that I could really take that time and be present with myself, with Marco. So I am going to do that again over the holidays. So the last week of December and the first week of January... I will be taking a break from recording all things podcasts that are like required in order to keep everything, all of the trains moving. I think that's the saying. It's December, so I'm still recording it in a very relevant time frame. But just wanted to share that with everyone that's listening. I know a lot of people that I come across have said, and I've said this myself, Like, how do you manage to juggle a nine to five with a creative passion or hobby or even a podcast? And it is doable, but it does take a lot of intentional like action. That means like for me, like really being intentional with like how I also spend my energy and my time. And I know that the podcast has been a huge, huge creative outlet for me and a way to express myself connect with myself and so many other people like I feel like in doing it I've just I've been building so many connections and that's because I'm also like really trying to listen and be present with people and so very excited for some downtime and I know I promised that I would share my future self that I'm writing a letter to so if you our new listener, I will include in the show notes the episode where I go into a bit more detail on what I'm talking about. But this is from the Serendipity Challenge card, the prompt that I got. So I'm going to write to my future self when I am a mom for the first time. Having a family is something that I do see in my future. Like I've always wanted to be a mom. It's something I don't know. I can't really explain. Not everyone wants to be a mom, and I think that's totally valid. And for some reason, I I mean, I just I've always seen myself as being a mom and I love family. And I'm like, if people are going to bring people into this world, so let me be one of them. Let me let me bring considerate, compassionate, like level headed person into this world to help make the world better. So I'm going to describe the life that I want to have in this letter and that to the detail of like 
kind of high level like painting a picture so that way you can help me manifest this future in a way that I do want so I think that's the fun part about writing a letter to your future self it's a form of manifesting um, in a way because you're taking your thoughts and you're writing them down and then you're gonna send that letter to yourself and open it when you reach that point in your life and granted you never know what's going to happen with life. Maybe old me would have been pessimistic and been like, no, if I write the letter, I'm going to jinx it. Like, then it's not going to come true. But that I read to learn how to manifest, I realized that actually it can be fun and exciting to think about the future. And I am going to use this letter as a way to manifest the future that I want. And, you know, I am already taking active steps towards doing that. I just feel like at this point, it's exciting to think about, especially because Marco and I talk about having a family and that was something we we talked about pretty early on in our relationship just because it's something that's important to both of us. So, And we know that you never know what's going to happen, but obviously we're taking steps toward the family route because she's not getting any younger. And unfortunately, we have these things like biological clocks that we have to deal with or you have to have enough money to freeze your eggs or you know have a surrogate and that's like a whole thing so she's trying to do it the um most cost effective way (laughs) she is in me so uh very excited about that and i would also just like to have personally have kids before i get too old where it's gonna be a harder pregnancy and i am putting the child in more potential danger and I know this is a sensitive topic to talk about and everyone has a right to their own opinion but this is just my point of view I'm excited if you want to write a letter to your future self I highly recommend it I think it can be a really fun way to get yourself in a like forward-thinking mindset and imagine all of the things that you you know want to accomplish at like a certain time or point in your life like that is that's exciting, you know, in my in my opinion. So I will share more about what I actually write in January after I've written the letter because I'm going to write the letter during my downtime. So more to come. In the spirit of holidays, also wanted to share some free and affordable ways to spend time with your family, loved ones, whomever you choose this holiday. And by holidays, I also mean like winter because... I'm pretty sure a lot of the festival, like festivals and small little markets that they go through January, I think. So you still have plenty of time. It's the middle of December. You can do something before December ends if needed, but some things to consider. So simply inviting your family over to hang out, whether a bunch of people go to one person's home or you invite people, just sending that text to be like, hey, what are people up to? Or, you know, it's as simple as that. I'm sure lots of people have plans during the holidays. Sometimes they're traveling, but if you are missing any certain someone or people, just make plans with them. You'll be happy that you did it and got to connect before the new year if you are really wanting to see them. So hit them up. Holiday movies are a great way. I love to watch the Hallmark movies, truly by Hallmark, but other ones on that same vibe too. So Cry, Amazon Prime, Netflix, Hulu, HBO Max, lots of options. 
Love a holiday movie, especially watching them mostly during the holidays makes it feel extra special because you know that you start to build memories of like, we watch these movies during the holidays. I have some traditions like that. So maybe you can start a new one this year. Seeing holiday lights. If you're in the suburbs, I feel like every city has that one street where they deck their house out in like lights and everything on the lawn. I used to go to a street in my town. If you're ever in Ranch Cucamonga during the holidays, check out the lights. There's like a whole path. It's organized now. It used to be a free-for-all. Highly recommend. It's so beautiful. And I know every city has has their special streets. So that's a free way. Meet up with them. Do it driving or do it walking. You can have some hot chocolates, a whole vibe. If you're in the city, window displays, Fifth Ave, highly recommend. Right near the plaza at the bottom of Central Park or where it starts on 59th Street. Walk down. All of the Fifth Ave window displays are beautiful and it's like Tiffany's and lots of designer stores. So, you know, they really go all out. Saks Fifth Avenue has a really pretty light show on the outside. There's like a bunch of lights and it's usually cute to music too. And that's right across from Rockefeller Center, which where the big tree that they usually like film on NBC, the tree lighting is. So that, and there's ice skating. Ice skating is expensive, to be honest. The ice skating rink, there's a few around the city. So if that one's awful, there's plenty of places to ice skate. Highly recommend that. That's a free activity unless you participate in ice skating. And Christmas markets. I used to love going to Christmas market in Bryant Square, um, in Bryant Park, near the big, famous New York City Public Library. I feel like it's a, a really big library and it's really beautiful. Um, There's multiple New York public libraries, but that one, it's a beaut. I highly recommend. Christmas markets are very fun. Lots of great gifts from small businesses, local vendors. So that that can make it really special. I've gotten lots of gifts, especially foodie gifts from there. So check it out if you're in New York City. Google Christmas markets near you. Lots of cities do them. You can also volunteer. Not sure if you were expecting that one, but you can volunteer. There's shelters, so you can help pass out food. I've done that over the holidays before. And then lots of drives to donate coats. You can also sponsor a family or buy gifts on a behalf. Like usually there's like charities and they have Amazon wish lists and you can purchase gifts and then it automatically gets mailed to the organization and they handle distributing them. I've done that before too. And that is really special. I will include a couple in the show notes in case you are interested. I'll try to include ones that are in a lot of different cities and states in case to help you out. Make the, as Hannah and Paige would say, lower the admin that is required. You know, I don't want to have to make you do that much admin work. So I'll share some in the show notes, but volunteering, even spending $25 to buy like a coloring set for a kid or teenager, someone in need, I feel like it's a nice act. And it it does, for me, I love knowing that another person is getting to open a gift that they most likely otherwise wouldn't have been able to open. And some of these things aren't just materialistic things. They're like 
essential things that a lot of people have or I had as a kid, you know, like coloring books or just activities to help keep you inspired and curious about life. So I am a big fan of volunteering. I've done, you know, soup kittens too, but also during Christmas time, sponsoring a family or I've done that at my old job before, not personally, but I have fun gifts, small gifts, baby steps, you know, just like I said, keep an open mind, start a new tradition with your family this year or yourself. And there are fun activities as well, like create your own ornament kits and gingerbread houses. Target has plenty. They have regular size ones and mini size, like a village. So multiple people can create a house. I did this last year with Marco's family and I, it was the first time that I'd ever done a gingerbread house and I was like ready. I was like, mine's going to be perfect. It's going to be so cute. I can't wait to take a picture of this, put it on Instagram jokes. Um, the pieces are so small. They're, they're hard to break off like intact. So remember that it's definitely doable because Marco had a nice house and his sister did too. And his mom and I did not. (laughs) Mine was the worst by far. And I was a trooper and a good sport because I am not like a, you know, it's not a competition, but it was still a fun experience, even though it didn't turn out how I planned. So that being said, it takes an hour. All you need is some counter space or FaceTime your family. See if they're in. If you're in different places, send them the link to where the kit is so you both can make one and even FaceTime. There's so many ways to stay connected with people nowadays. And I feel like we forget that, myself included sometimes, but having lived 3,000 miles away from my family for 12 years, like pretty much everyone, because no one lives in New York. The closest relative I have lives in Germany. (laughs) So when I was in New York, so having to deal with family that is all in one place, FaceTime has been my friend. I like doing FaceTime on like Saturday mornings or Sunday mornings if people are in different time zones and getting over the fear of just pressing the FaceTime button and knowing like, eh, is it going to annoy people? Are people like trying to FaceTime right now? Maybe, maybe not. They have a choice. They could pick up the phone or not. But I want to try to stay connected to people because we're not always physically where our family is or people that we care about are. So it is really important. We take baby steps to staying connected and I'm not the best at this always. Like I fall off the face of the earth sometimes. I will admit that, but I am trying. So that I didn't mean for that to be a PSA or make anyone feel bad if they're not, they haven't been, you know, trying to stay connected with their family. It is an honest moment of reflection and I am leaning into it. So I hope you're resonating with it. And I hope you're excited to have a wonderful December. It is my favorite time of the year. I just love Christmas and the holidays and everything about it. And I'm very excited about 2024, as I've already said. But on that note, wanted to share some New Year's Eve traditions. This is something that I started doing pre-COVID. 
And I was just looking for a way to spice up my New Year's Eve without having to go to a club or go to some like party with who knows who, you know, sometimes because sometimes my friends were in relationships and they're hanging out with their boyfriends or they were out of town. And so and if I wasn't at home with my family who often were had no plans or weren't sure if they were going to have plans, I would just stay in New York so I could have a couple more days to rest before I had to be in the office and we're back at work so the nudge which is a like service that provides ideas around the different cities i signed up for that years ago and they would they send texts for ideas and now they have an app but it's really great i found this new year's eve from around the world tradition and i have been doing it unfortunately the nudge link is no longer active so i have found a article that i'm going to include in the show notes link to in case you want to read more new year's eve traditions from around the world and pick more that might vibe with you but the ones that i usually do and i i do this new year's eve so on the 31st i will spend my whole day doing these at some point like there isn't a specific time you can you can make it more regimented if you want but what I usually do is dumplings, eat dumplings for dinner. Some people in China do this to bring luck and prosperity for the new year. So I always do dumplings. They're, they have really great frozen dumplings at the grocery store, most grocery stores, if you aren't wanting to cook them, but it could be a fun activity if you cook them also. So dumplings for dinner and then 12 grapes at midnight in the first 60 seconds. So the 12 grapes are meant to represent good luck for each month of the new year. And that's something in, that they do in Spain and other like Hispanic countries. Um, make sure you get grapes that are a decent size. I've done grapes that were small and then underestimated large size grapes and eating 12 of them in 60 seconds. It, it's a little bit of a challenge. So just keep that in mind and please chew. You don't need any sort of mishaps at the beginning of the year it's not that serious but try to do 60 seconds smashing plates or old dishware against doors of family and friends that's something that people do in denmark to ward off spirits and let something go that you don't want to take into the new year so i usually just do it like in my apartment or right outside the doorway because i've been living in new york and i'm not going out and about at midnight and smashing you know i'm just not trying to cause trouble and that seems like that might cause trouble so i just usually do it in my apartment i'll probably do that again or a balcony pro tip put the item you want in a plastic bag or like two plastic bags so when you smash it the shards don't go everywhere i usually do a coffee mug something small that i've had that i don't need anymore and as i'm smashing it i say out loud the thing that i'm letting go that could be letting go self-doubt like and it could even be specific self-doubt when it comes to my creativity and letting go not prioritizing my like mental health so things like that i love that one so the next one is writing down new year's wishes i usually write them down on a little piece of paper you burn the paper with a lighter and those ashes you put in a drink i usually they traditionally do like a glass of champagne you could also do apple cider if you're if you don't drink. That's something that lots of people do in Russia, 
And I love that one because I usually take a picture of my wishes before I burn the paper so I can keep it and in a way continue to manifest these things that I had wished for. But it is a fun one to think of some wishes. I think you can do as many as you want. I usually just try to do how many I can fit on a small piece of paper and then let that be. There's more wishes that are going to be made throughout the year, but this is just, you know, what you're doing to start the new year off. So I found a new tradition that I'm going to try for the first time this year and wanted to share it in case it rings a bell or you want to steal it and adopt it for yourself. Hiding a surprise in a baked dessert or baked goods. In Greece, there's a New Year's dessert um, and it's looks like a treat but it's not just a treat it's a game of chance and guests will eat this basil pita just like a cake or a sweet bread and that has a coin baked into it whoever finds the coin will have good luck for next year so as pieces are cut off of the cake or sweet bread you know obviously someone will have their coin so i think that's super fun in scandinavian countries they do something similar with rice pudding and they do that on new year's or christmas so i think i'm gonna do that one there's a rice pudding called arroz con leche which is a mexican dessert i grew up eating and i haven't had in so long so i'm going to make that and one portion will have a peeled almond in it and whoever finds it in their bowl is assured luck in the new year there's also an option to do a prize but i may just do luck in the new year because i feel like that's a fun to be the person that gets that as part of their portion and i'm supposed to see my family a lot of my family on christmas day so i think that'll be really fun to to do with everyone so i'll keep everyone posted share how it goes in the new year but i am very grateful for everyone for listening i can't believe this is the last long episode i'm recording the rest of the episodes for december are really great both topics i am very excited to talk about and will be a little bit on the shorter end because there are many episodes but great content nonetheless so i hope you enjoy it there's lots of great content coming i'm just so excited and i am grateful for the community that I'm building for everyone that's supported the podcast and is still supporting the podcast. You mean so much to me. This was not pre-recorded, by the way. That was all on the fly. Like I like to do the outros, how they come naturally. It just for me is the way that I record. So some more magic behind the madness slash the genius. I hope you have a wonderful December and holidays. I'm definitely going to say Merry Christmas still on one of the future episodes that are coming out, but just want to say it in advance. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. 2024 is going to be amazing. I love you all. Talk to you soon. Music and editing done by Marco. You can find him at midnight, M-I-D-N-I-T-E underscore mind eight zero on Instagram.
for more of his work.
Happy New Year. Happy New Year.